0: Bellatrix Strange <laughs> imprisons Harry and run in the cellar with Luna, Ollivander, and Griffok the, the Goblin. Sorry, Grip. Griphook, not Griffok. Griphook. Oh my god, I called him
1: Griffok. Isn't that played by Work Davis? Yeah, it's Griphook. It's Grip. Isn't I said he play, Griphook. does play like multiple goblins? I didn't just, say the um... F word. I said. I said Griffok. No, it's meant to be <laughs> Griphook. Though, leave me alone. <laughs> See, now you kind of put in a small space in between grit and the other bit. Grifug.
0: <laughs> grip. <laughs> grip. now grip
1: hook listen just
0: grip hook off <laughs> hello everyone welcome back to another installment of your fill me in podcast i almost said xander's movie podcast then uh welcome back <laughs> um for some reason we're still doing harry potter
1: because it never ends does it i mean <laughs> it's a i'm the reason we're still doing harry potter is because we have like what eight movies to get through yeah in the bass thing and then there's fantastic that i'm gonna have to watch fantastic beats two this week god damn
0: it um i'm zander limiston your host as always and joining me f- some it seems to be as always doesn't it it's a yeah, mi- basically. local filmmaker and good friend of mine mr david french how are you doing david this week i'm all right i didn't know you considered me a good friend but you know all oh good <laughs> don't push it <laughs> um <laughs> You know, off-screen, we have no chemistry. We're only doing this for the viewers.
1: Off-screen, off we literally just tell each other every single day, I hate you so much. Yeah, that's what that's, that's our relationship. <laughs> um, it's literally just once a day, we say, I hate you, I hate you too. See you
0: next week. <laughs> uh, so this week, we are carrying on the Harry Potter movies, and we're going to do Deathly Hallows Part 1 and Part 2. But first, we've got a couple of bits of news to get through. Um, on. Get so tells the the news. The first bit of news... Was that the uh, the infamous inf- infamous infamous? God, I can't even speak. The infamous Snyder <laughs> cut of Justice League is actually going to come out. This yeah, is it's unprecedented. Be
1: on HBO Max, isn't it? It's going to be on yeah, HBO Max, year. the new
0: streaming service. This is unprecedented. This is it insane.
1: Is, it's so funny because they're <laughs> bringing so back.
0: Fu- They're bringing back the director, Zack Snyder, who couldn't finish the original cut of Justice League uh, due to the tragic death of his daughter. Uh, So Joss Whedon was brought in to do all the reshoots and people say that he ruined it. So this is Zack Snyder's full vision for the movie. It's rumoured to be a potential four-hour cut. Um, Well,
1: it's it's supposed to be either... They don't know whether they're going to be doing a four-hour cut or whether they're going to split up into a six-part miniseries. Yeah, I heard
0: that. They'll probably do that. Because that um, they did that for the hateful eight, didn't hour,
1: they? Yeah, a four-hour cut. I cannot wait. Is that like is the hateful eight thing on Netflix in the UK or is that no? Only it's only US. US. Why? I, I want to see know. the. I want to see more hateful eight because that film is so underrated. I love it. <laughs> um, also, that they're spending around
0: thirty million dollars on this, built bringing Jeez. back VFX artists. The
1: original score is coming back. Oh, nice! We everything. get to see more. Like VFX, no no more mustache. That's gonna be great. Well, originally, you didn't have a
0: mustache, all the mustache (laughs) stuff is from the reshoots.
1: Yeah, so one thing that I do, one thing that I really do love about this, though, is the fact that people have been begging for the Snyder Cut to be released for three years now since like it's been it was 2017, wasn't it? 2017, so it's four years, three three and a half years, three and a half years, it'll be four years by the time it comes out. Yeah, and it is. 100% gonna suck (laughs) like it is bound to be awful well that's it it? that's the question maybe a tiny bit better than the the original version that we got but at the same time after that many years of a cut of a film that already sucked in the first place an extra two hours isn't going to make it any better. No, no, it's not. A black it... suit, black suits for superheroes have not gone well in like <laughs> when it's been a normal suit in the past. We know that. I think we it's... know that from Spider Man 3. We learned our lesson <laughs> in Spider Man 3. I think it's going to be interesting though
0: to see how this does and interesting as well to see if we ever see like say that this sort of brings back other superhero movies like maybe we see a Spider Man 4 from Sam Raimi or something like that.
1: Well, there is that theory, though, considering Sam Raimi is directing um, Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange 2, too. that that's going to be bringing back Spider-Man 4 anyway, the fact that there's a theory that that's going to open up the multiverse to the oldest <laughs> Marvel movies, so that's going to open up the multiverse to...
0: The, imagine imagine the if he took this and job... Just
1: the Spider Verse. <laughs> imagine like, if he took this job just, just so he could get recently. his old movie back. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I would a hundred percent agree with it. I I just need Toby Maguire to appear and say "Pizza Time." That's it. <laughs> then that's a ten out of ten God's movie. Sake. The mo- the rest of the movie could suck. All the way into hear It's all I want to is him say "Pizza that "Pizza Time," and randomly just Bruce Campbell just scream, "This is my boomstick!" <laughs> out of nowhere. anyway, um, there was another piece of news. Um, yeah, The, at- yeah, I. For- um, at- i know a tiny bit more i don't know if you know um how it premiered but the uh, new tenet trailer yes and um yes it it premiered in Fortnite. did it actually
2: (laughs) oh for god's
1: sake man i love how the fact that like the, the the first trailer for the film was only released in cinemas for ages wasn't it yeah because christopher nolan is really against online like releasing a thingy So what better way than to release it in the most popular online game possibly of all time now? That's insane. I didn't know that. One of the biggest population. Yeah, it it did it in their non-violent game mode, like Party Royale or something like that. So now Fortnite has had Infinity War and Endgame, Travis Scott and Tenet.
0: And Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, but who cares about that? Well, they they released plot <laughs> points in, in Fortnite for that movie. That's another day. That's another day. Another podcast. Oh, um, God. Did
1: but they yeah, actually, that tenet trailer looks really good.
0: That tenant trailer tra- does look tenet really trailer good. That trailer looks
1: really good. It's, but it's a lot of the same that we saw in the first trailer with a few extra bits handed on to the rest of the scene. Well, that's
0: it. Um, with Christopher Nolan, you don't really get the. F- he doesn't like giving you the full. He doesn't like giving you the plot in the trailer. He likes yeah, to keep a lot of stuff hidden. I, I, I like kind of that, like that,
1: but at the same time, the, the best part about this trailer for me, though, weirdly enough, was Robert Pattinson at the end. Like, when he's talking about the plane, he was like, how big of a plane? Well, that's where it gets a little complicated, and he just smashes into the building. <laughs> that was such a great moment. I can't wait to see that in the, like, in the film itself. But the weirdest part about this film is, despite everything that's going on at the moment it's in the world... to theatres it's still coming to theaters. Well, it doesn't say when though. Well the 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 uh, the release date is the 17th of July. But that's, that's going to get delayed.
0: Yeah, that it's is definitely
1: going to get delayed. It's going to get don't delayed. But I think it's going to be one of the films that like come video on demand. I think that's why they're saying coming to theaters. Yeah, yeah, Christopher Nolan is very on big
0: demand. on cinemas, going having an yeah. experience, IMAX. This is filmed in IMAX. Cause...
1: It's going to thirty-five mil, seventy mil, and just um, normal two D as well, isn't it? Yeah, from Warkat. And he's a he's a big fan it's of very all that. Interesting.
0: So yeah, um, yeah. It, it's going to be coming to cinemas just when they reopen. And to be fair, in a Amer- like that's the thing about this movie now, is that in America I wouldn't be surprised if it does come out in July. But over here, I can't see it happening Like uh, it,
1: uh, in america in some states yeah but in other states no um in i think in germany most likely will come out in july no matter what because i'm pretty sure lockdown's basically been lifted other than uh, a bit of social distancing here and yeah, there as well but
0: like the, america's the biggest market so they're not going to release oh, yeah, something america's worldwide huge. except for america so if it yeah. doesn't come out in america it will not come out anywhere else
1: I think the only thing that could happen is possibly scattering the release, but look at what happened to Scott Pilgrim. It won't do it. It, No,
0: it's not. No, Scott Pilgrim was a hard movie to, like, market. Yeah, no, but it's, it's,
1: it's also a scattered release as well, like, no matter what, a scared release will doom a movie because then there's versions going online, and yeah. people are just gonna watch online. Exactly, exactly. Especially during these times, people are just gonna watch online. Luckily, like we've had the idea of video on demand, like Invisible Man going video on demand was perfect. Yeah, I think they should have done that with a Quiet Place Part Two, to be completely honest. No, nah, that um, I want to see that in a cinema because it, it, you've got. to I do want to see that in the a after like watching that film, I do understand seeing that in the cinema would be incredible. Yeah. But at the same time, people were very excited for this film and it got literally taken out of cinema a, a week. week or four a, days or something like that. A week before it, it came possible. out. They
0: were doing they were doing interviews on Jimmy Kimmel and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I know. And like those those posters on the bus. Yeah. Like on buses in Eastern and like in UK on the day of release I was like all oh, right cinemas are closed though aren't they <laughs> you yeah. can't really do that I, I keep on seeing trolls world tour as well it's like ah yeah well that <laughs> that happened well that's cha- completely changed the landscape hasn't it um yeah you
0: know it's that that movie's now might be responsible for the cinema experience completely changing
1: well, I don't think it's just that movie, though, is it? Well,
0: that's like, a big... It's, it's multiple films at the moment. Well, do you, did you not hear about the news a couple of weeks ago? I mentioned it on the it show. It was AMT,
1: wasn't it? It was... Uh, they've said that they're not going to allow... I think it was DreamWorks films... Universal ...to be shown films. in essence. Universal universals as a whole. Because they did that. But at the same time, like, they've put the money into making this film. They're going to want to release it somehow. I don't know, like, yeah. with, what they did with Sky as well, like, a lot of Sky people were able to, like, especially if you worked at Sky, you were able to watch that for free. There you go. Or at least rent it for free, because, you know, it's a family film. People were planning to go and see that with the kids, and yeah. kids, especially now, they need entertainment. Yeah. There's not a lot of stuff you can do at home as a kid, that's why you go outside with your friends.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's it. Like, you like, as a kid, especially nowadays, there's, there's not really that much. People are just glued to their iPads, but they want to get away from that as well. They want to, yeah. you know, have some family time, and that's a way to have family time. So, if I it, personally, I 100 percent disagree with AMC. Well, um, yeah, it's it's very uh, petty it, from both it's sides. So but... I can understand why they're annoyed. Yeah. But at the same time, don't ban Universal. Like Universal is Comcast, so I imagine Comcast will just be like, "Yeah, well, screw you. We're not going to allow Disney." That's it. Universal own
0: Fast and Furious, Jurassic World, Minions, loads of other movies like that. Just Fast and Furious. That's a billion dollar movie.
1: Screwed themselves. Yeah, they have completely screwed themselves over by not allowing Fast and Furious Nine to be put in there yeah granted that's next year but this could still go on until next year we don't know yeah anyway yeah anyway let's move on let's 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 go to harry potter something a little less depressing and a bit more wizard (laughs) well you said less depressing these movies are kind of depressing (sighs) now um (laughs) yeah but at the same time it's happy ending well
0: let's go on to um the first one harry potter and the deathly hallows part one
2: The Elder Wand. The most powerful wand ever made. The Resurrection Stone. The Cloak of Invisibility. Together they make the Deathly Hallows. Together they make one master of death.
0: So, this movie is... It came out in 2010, November 2010. Mm -hmm. And they made the decision to split it into two movies because I was reading up on this... They um the initi- they didn't want to leave anything out of these of this movie. They still did and though, didn't they? <laughs> the shooting script, the shooting script was five hours. So they were like, "Listen, we this cannot be one movie. This has to be two. And yeah. also, you know that sweet dollar
1: dollar. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> so they split it into two did, movies. They first the one, War, well, they did it before Infinity War and Endgame. They did it before. Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1 and 2 as well. Yeah, they, this kicked it off. This kicked off the yeah. whole
0: Part 1, Part 2 trend that um, Twilight did, Hunger Games did, Divergent was yeah. going to do before that franchise crashed and burned <laughs> before it could get there.
1: Wasn't uh, Maze Runner originally going to be doing that as well? Um, no, Maze Runner was meant to be... There's four books, so there was meant to be four yeah. movies. But there's um, a prequel book... That's why they haven't done the um the fourth movie yet, because the the fourth book that they released is a prequel. Ah right. Yeah, no, I don't think so they were the gonna do part one and come... part two for that. I'm sure they were. Well I'll have to have other I, I
0: think not. I was reading about something else. Um but yeah, this really kicked off that whole part one, part two thing. And um to be honest, look I can imagine being watching this movie in November twenty ten and feeling very dissatisfied
1: oh i i was i was very annoyed because it's like it it builds up to something and then it ends like granted watching this movie now being able to watch the second one straight after yeah this movie is fun it's so good exactly yeah but Part one is so damn good, but back then, you were so disappointed. Yeah, because it feels, it's all this build-up, and then you you just see a quick glimpse of what's going to happen in the second movie. So, like, with, with
0: Infinity War, a lot of people, I heard a lot of people online, their gripes with that movie is that it feels like half a movie, but I disagree. That that feels like a full movie, it's Thanos's movie, yeah. and then Endgame feels like its own movie. This yeah. is half a movie.
1: Yeah, And you can see exactly
0: where it stops, where the half stops. And it, cause it's right. Like you said, it's right in the middle and like, they don't hold your hand in the, in the part two, part two. It feels like a conversation they were having at the end of part one carries on into part two. That
1: there's, it feels like they, they cut it off mid sentence and then continued mid sentence in the next one. That's exactly what
0: it feels like. So for a filmmaking standpoint, it's, really dissatisfying and a little annoying especially back then when you can't like you said like we can't just watch both of them one after the other yeah i would 100 percent have i i wish there was an edit out there that made
1: this one movie like i wish yeah but at the same time that would be four and a half hours i'd watch that i'd watch that man i have been that complaining movie. this entire time. Oh, these movies are too long, man. Yeah, and but you're this movie you'd watch a four and a half hour one.
0: This movie feels like it needs to be that long because it's wrapping. I everything could understand
1: up. that, but would you have been able to sit in a cinema? back Well, back no, no. I mean, like for home that. release. Yeah, for home release, I imagine. See, the thing is that you can do that anyway if you literally just pop it, like put the next one on straight after. The, there's, like, like, there's there's been, been discussions intention. of
0: making it chapter one and chapter two. A one five-hour epic, and I'd be down for watching that. I don't
1: think that would work, though I'd be down for watching. I haven't watched chapter two yet. I do plan to. Yeah, but I. It's like saying, considering like the the time difference between chapter one and chapter two, because it's twenty-seven years time difference. Well, that's in In the book, there's no break. There's not part one of the book. It's one book. Well, there is. There actually is, like it's split up into part one and two in the in the actual physical book, and in the book it's called part it one, and then back. part two.
0: It flashes, yeah, in the back. book
1: it flashes back between part one and part two, and it also flashes forward in part one and part two. Yeah, but at the same time, it's still split like split up into part one and part two in the book. But you know what I mean? Like I would
0: watch. I'm I'm much happier watching a longer version of this movie than watching
1: both of them separately. True, I, I, I can understand that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, the only film that I feel like that really works for is Kill Bill. With the um, yeah. the whole bloody wedding cut or something like that. The whole bloody affair. The whole bloody affair, like, that's it. Like I think that works really well. Because that was made to be just one movie in the first place anyway. Yeah. And like granted, this was also made to be one movie. And I can understand doing it with that. But say with the... Hung- Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Hunger Games, that probably would work. But with It Chapter 1 and 2, I, I, I don't think so. It's like saying the same about Doctor Sleep and The Shining.
0: Anyway, we're, we're focusing on the wrong things here. We're focusing yeah. we're, <laughs> we're focusing on the wrong things.
1: Um, we're, we're Harry Potter, not a horror movie, not for teenagers. Yeah. L- looking back on this, though,
0: now, with the eyes we've got, having watched them all, this movie yeah. stands out as a belter.
1: This movie is a very different movie than all of the others, though. It's very different. This is a proper drama. Yeah. Like, it's so intense. It's a thriller at times as well. It's so intense. It's so damn good, but it is depressing. And then the next one is just full-blown action start to finish.
2: Yeah. Well, well, the next I, I one wanna, feels
1: like a John Wick. I, I want to talk about the second one separately,
0: because yeah. th- this movie is – it's – it's really good. With it, really focuses on the characters. It really focuses mainly on Hermione, Ron, and Harry. Like Snape yeah. is in one scene, Voldemort's in maybe two, like one proper scene, and then the rest are like yeah. visions. Snippets. So,
1: yeah. Um, and I think that it's literally just Ron, Harry, and Hermione going on an adventure finding the Horcruxes. Yeah, and and, it's, it's, and mo- a lot of the time, not even Ron.
0: Yes, yeah. Sort of, yeah Ron leaves for about half an <laughs> he just, hour of this he movie. Just dips. Yeah, and that feels super organic, and like yeah, you, you feel it feels claustrophobic. This movie because it's just the three of them, but they are so
1: they're in like they're in forests for most of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> this you know what though, that worked really well. Like I, d- I don't want to skip too far into it, but there was a um, I was watching like when I was watching it, there was a scene. You know, like the chase scene in the forest. Yeah, that scene is phenomenal it really is like Like, the the absence of sound the abs like the the very little breathing the very little foley and then just the every now and then swush and yeah i think the use of music
0: horrifying the use of music in these later movies is really impressive they know when to use the music when when to cut the music and it's like in the scene when just after the wedding and they get cornered by those two guys in the cafe, and yeah. that that wizard fight, like the one fight, it
1: is it, just the sound. It feels it, it, like no it doesn't
0: feel like um like these guys are flashing ones at each other. It feels like a close quarters gunfight. Yeah, like they're just bang, 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 bang. Like
1: it's yeah.
0: it's really intense.
1: What, I feel like that's what it's supposed to feel like. It's just in the earlier movie you weren't able to get that kind of thing because you you constantly had like special sound effects you also had like music on in the background during every fight because you know a fight in the earlier movies were quite spectacular because you know they're kids movies but in these that they're, they're, they're grown-ups yeah they're and in it feels more, more desperate all the time and it fe- yeah exactly and once again you, you feel the claustrophobia you feel the anxiety from the characters
0: yeah definitely
1: it is it's so good like that that fight scene in the cafe is so damn good Anyway, um, should we go should we go through the movie like we normally do? Let's go through the movie like we normally do. Um, um so the
0: Minister of Magic, Rufus Scrimgeour, played by um Bill Nye this time. Yeah, tenor. I thought so. Um he's he's only in two scenes, he's he's pretty good. He's still good. Um yeah, addresses right. the wizarding media, stating that the ministry remains strong despite Lord Voldemort gaining power and the Death Eaters committing mass killings of muggles and infiltrating the ministry. Meanwhile, yep. Harry Ron and Hermione resolve to complete the mission Albus Dumbledore gave Harry by hunting down and destroying Voldemort's horcruxes. So they're like they're skipping school. We're bunking yeah. off.
1: Uh, okay. I mean, then again though, I'm pretty sure Harry's not really allowed near the school at this point anyway. Yeah, if he does he'll die yeah, basically. So it's it's more he's like suspended and his mates are bunking off with him. Yeah. Um Severus Snape informs Voldemort
0: of Harry's impending departure from Privet Drive and Voldemort commandeers Lucius Malfoy's wand due to his own wand sharing the same core as Harry's and therefore being unable to kill him. Um this scene at the Malfoy house with the at the dinner table. And there's that teacher that's being killed. Yeah. Have we seen her in an earlier movie? I can't remember. See, I don't think we have and I think that would have that scene would have played a little like it's it's a it's a well done scene anyway because you can see like this must hurt Severus because as we find yeah. out in the second one he's like I feel like it would have been good if everyone. it was a
1: genuine like teacher that we saw throughout
0: yeah like if it was the woman with the big glasses Emma Thompson yeah
1: but I feel like then again though she doesn't really play a role in the next movie she's literally just there yeah she's there in a, in literally one shot not even a scene she's just there for one shot and that's about it yeah. So I feel like killing her off would have been very, very easy, and would have like meant a lot. I think it's just they had to have like someone be Severus's friend, and because we didn't see any of Snape's friends, <laughs> like we, they just had to write in. All oh, right, she, she likes him. Like they're they're okay friends. There you yeah. go. Well, you can see it on his face that like this
0: is hurting him, watching him kill. Yeah. this. This uh, this teacher, because you know he he will have been friends with all the teachers, um, and yeah, you see, like Lucius has been broken out of Azkaban after the fifth one, and yeah. he um, he's a broken man. He's a shell of a man.
1: See, I love this um, like the Lucius family in general, or the Malfoy family in general, just because Lucius becomes a lot more like Malfoy in the later films, and Malfoy becomes a lot more like Lucius in the later films. Yeah. Like they kind of swap roles, even though Malfoy is still a very scared child. He's a lot more, you know,
2: a part of it.
1: Yeah, and then Lucius is just this whiny little bitch that you don't really care about. He just doesn't do much.
0: Like, later he on, stands there. It, it seems like everyone just stupefies him and he just goes flying every yeah. time. It's hilarious.
1: <laughs> like, he used to be this, like, emanating presence, like this terrifying person. Yeah. And now he's just a punching bag for wizards.
0: Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um... The Order of the Phoenix escort Harry to safety using Polyjuice Potion. By, by the way, this completely skips over the fact that there's a scene with Hermione where she wipes her parents' memories so they won't get
1: that, killed. I completely forgot that bit happened. And that was so damn dark. That's dark, man. And, her, I, I, and I, like, did, I completely forgot all about that moment. I was like, damn, Hermione. And
0: Emma Watson does a really good job at, like, she's she's just breaking and then later on, Honestly, when, so after that cafe fight, she they say, wipe their memories, because then they won't find us. And she and does she it. she can't do it. She like, can't she do has it. To... Yeah. Yeah, he really struggles, because the last time she used that spell, she was wiping her parents. It's it's messed up. Um, yeah, so they escort Harry to safety using Polyjuice potion. Um, this is a great scene, when everyone turns up, and they all turn into Harry, and it's, it looks like one shot. I think yeah. that's really impressive. And... I think Daniel Radcliffe's performance as the different versions of Harry. is really good. Yeah. So like when he's, um, when he's that woman who's married to, yeah. um, don't, don't look at I'm hideous.
2: Yeah,
1: that's it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he's like
0: got a bra on and he's like holding himself together. Yeah. That's, that's really cool.
1: I thought that was a really fun scene to do. I feel yeah. like he had a lot of fun making that as well. Yeah, definitely. He said he counted over 90 takes for that. Jesus. So that's really
0: impressive. Um, here we go. During their flight, they are ambushed by Death Eaters who kill Mad Eye Moody off-screen. That's gutting. I'm
1: gutted. I on. know. They just, I really know. Um, I feel like they did that so they could possibly put in a surprise twist, and then you realise, ah, oh, we can't really do that. Can we?
0: Yeah. Um, and they kill Hedwig. That's that's kind of that's got a bit
1: more screen time, and it's well, that actually happens on screen in general. And yeah, that, like feels more. You know impactful to harry rather than mad-eye moody
2: yeah he, is like, it's, it's like, very
1: understandable considering Ma- like the original mad-eye moody he knew betrayed him so obviously he won't trust mad-eye moody but hedwig has always been there for him and hedwig literally died protecting harry
0: yeah that that he felt told, that was a bit of a gut punch that that was the moment that, that you thought that all oh, right this movie is this movie's real this things can the, happen they killing an owl Shit's going to happen. <laughs> but you can't let the animals die. Only the women. Exactly. Jesus. <laughs> uh, they kill Mad-Eye Moody and Hedwig and injured George Weasley. So his ear gets a bit messed up. Yeah. Um, arriving at the burrow, Harry has a vision of the one maker, Ollivander, uh, John Hurt, being tortured by Voldemort. The next day, yeah. uh, Scrimgeour uh, Bill Nye arrives with Dumbledore's will. Ron receives Dumbledore's Deluminator Hermione receives a copy of the Tales of Beedle the Bard, and Harry receives the first golden snitch that he caught in a Quidditch match.
1: Um, That's like the best present to leave in a will. That's so cute. <laughs> like, even um, without it helping him later on, like it's just such a nice sentiment. It is, that he kept it. Yeah, exactly. It's, so, it's adorable. Um, Bill Nye also reveals that Harry was
0: bequeathed the Sword of Gryffindor, which has gone missing. And he also says, like, he can't give that to you because it's not a his. So yeah, is it
1: it's, a bit like, weird? It contains the soul of Gryffindor. It's like yeah, give it, give it, Harry. You don't own it, mate. give, yeah. Harry. give it to Harry. No, mate, you you don't own this. Where's the receipt? Give, give it us the receipt to Harry.
0: Give us the receipt. Yeah, and then you can give it to him. Give the sword to Harry. <laughs> Imagine it. Um. The Death Eaters kill um, Bill Nye and replace him with Pious Thickness. He's actually called Thickness.
1: (laughs) Pious Thickness. Amazing. Uh, I I wonder if she knew later down the line that Thickness would mean something else.
0: (laughs) He's far too skinny. Um, The Ministry begins arresting and prosecuting muggle-born wizards and witches... Uh, Death Eaters also attack during Bill Weasley and Fleur de la wedding. Oh, that's who she is. It's the woman from the fourth one.
1: Ah. I was wondering what the hell is this wedding about?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's um, Donald Gleason do who hasn't turned up yet. He's Bill Weasley. Yeah. Is, is Bill Weasley the one who's been in Romania with the dragons? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. So uh, Bill and Peter LaFleur have a wedding and Death Eaters are chat during it. Um, Kingsley Shacklebolt um, has a Patronus charm that forewarns the wedding party, and most escape. Hermione, Harry, Ron, and Hermione disapparate to London, but are attacked in a diner by Death Eaters. That's and that.
1: this is the scene where we run is so damn yeah. good.
0: And like, like Hermione, Hermione does most of the disapparating in
1: this movie. She's like yeah. grabbing everyone, taking them somewhere. And well, because it, Hermione is like the better like the better yeah. at magic in general.
0: Um, and I noticed every time they take, she take, she takes them somewhere. He says it's something to do with her parents. I came here with my parents. Yeah. And it's how They're bad is it that they don't? depressing. They don't talk about that. That they that she wiped her parents' memories. They See, don't mention don't, that in this movie. Like, her friends don't I, ask her. Hey, so what about your parents? You keep mentioning it.
1: You okay? I don't think she told her though. That's the thing. Like I, I, think she kept that completely to herself because otherwise, you know, Ron would have made her do something about it because Ron and her going out. Maybe Harry but... would have done something like made her do something about it because you know Harry is a good friend, kind yeah. of sometimes. And then like everybody else would have just said, "You're an idiot. You don't need to do that. We can protect your parents." Yeah. But like that was her only option because um... she's Muggleborn. The trio
0: seek refuge at um, Sirius Black's house. Uh, They discover that the R.A.B. from the fake Horcrux Locket is Regulus Arcturus Black. Why are the names so weird, man? But then the Asian character is Cho Chang. (laughs) Yeah, wizards. That's why. (laughs) Uh, The younger brother of Sirius Black. Uh, Creature, the Black's house elf. Uh, tells them that Mundungus Fletcher broke in and stole many items from the house, including the real locket. Mundungus mm. is the guy that was um, was on Mad Eye Moody's bike, like yeah. when he died.
1: And so obviously, like, there's the whole thing of, did you kill him? Well, like did he you says,
0: put your name in a goddamn fire? <laughs> did
1: you put your name and got fire?
0: Um, <laughs> Swear to me, no. It, it it seems like he didn't kill him. He just got completely scared when he saw the Death Eaters so just yeah.
1: disapparated and
0: Maday Moody fell off his bike. That's what he said. Well, that's happened.
1: that's what I love though, like the fact that he's clearly a coward. Yeah. And so that is definitely what happened. Like a hundred percent. He I don't think he has the guts to have killed him. No. So, like, I I do love that kind of little bit, like that bit about his character. They immediately show that he's quite cowardice, and just this scene alone, the fact that he's terrified of three teenagers and an elf. Um, so he stole the locket. Uh, Creature and
0: Dobby apprehend Fletcher, who reveals that the locket is in the possession of Dolores Umbridge.
1: Dobby comes back in this scene. Yeah, Dobby just like sees creature and is like, "All right, he might need help." And that's um, what I love about Dobby. He's just like the most wholesome character. He's like, oh, I might need help. I'm going to go help him. I wish,
0: I really wish that Dobby had been in one of the earlier movies. Apart from, I know he's in Chamber of Secrets, but I wish he was in, like, because in the book, he turns up in Goblet of Fire and gives Harry that um, thing that helps him breathe underwater. Yeah. But in the movie, it's Neville. And I wish they'd put Dobby in that movie, just so we know that he's still in the universe. So they don't... Bring him in in Chamber of Secrets, then forget about him until the seventh movie, just to kill him. Yeah, like that feels
1: a, a little uh, wasteful of this yeah. character in
2: general. Not yeah. like
1: it's kind of disrespectful to the character in general, but it's also very wasteful because Dobby has so much potential as a house elf. He does. Um, like, he could have become Harry's house elf. <laughs> He's a free. Elf. That would have been amazing. Yeah, exactly. And like, he just would have moved in with Harry in general. And that's it. You wouldn't have had to do anything for him. He would have just been his roommate. Yeah. And that would have been a fun little adventure
0: every now and then. Um, using Polyjuice Potion, the trio infiltrate the Ministry to find a locket around Umbridge's neck. This is a great scene. Yeah. This is a really great scene. Super intense. All so the way good. through. Because the Polyjuice Potion is really temporary. So they don't know how long they've got.
1: And they, they don't even know how long they've got in the first time because cause there's such a small portion. They they don't understand how small the portion is because they had to whip it up so quickly.
0: Yeah. Also, they um. I like how this movie's still introducing new bits of magic. So yeah. when when they enter the Ministry of Magic, they don't use the uh, telephone box that Mister Weasley used. They use um the toilet the and they flush <laughs> themselves in. <laughs>
1: Yeah, thing is, though, there's something quite uh, weird. Like, I would have preferred if they used the telephone box because, one, that was really cool, and also, th- that's just a public toilet. Yeah. And, obviously, there's some people who are just really confused. Like, obviously, some people who aren't wizards will be going into that toilet and not re- realising, wait, why did that guy not just come out and the other guy just went in?
0: <laughs> gay gay orgies. Anyway, yeah. So, um, they get down to the courtroom where umbridge is uh Harry stuns umbridge and Hermione retrieves a locket and when he does he says one mustn't tell lies is that a nice callback
1: oh that was such a good moment um I love how like it's he's actually um turning back into Harry yeah during that moment as well
0: yeah um and Ron's like disguise has a wife and she's being like courted but she's in the court uh, yeah. so then he saves her takes her upstairs and as he's turning back she kisses him because he thinks it's, his husband. it's her husband and then he comes in he's just in his underpants <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was such a great move. it's just the fact that Ron's also wearing like adult clothes so they're baggy on him as
0: well yeah the super baggy that
1: really funny um, yeah the trio escape
0: their pursuers by apparating into the wilderness but Ron is injured and cannot apparate again until he recovers nice. so like the this scene is, like, when they're running, that's a cracking scene. I really like
1: it. And then the second that they, like, I don't even know. How, how do you say it? Evaporate? Pervaporate? Apparate. Apparate. The second that they apparate as well, like, there's a actual shot of seeing how it all happens. Yeah. And it is, oh, my God, that would knock you sick. It really would. Like, I know that Dumbledore did say the first time that you do it, like, most people throw up. But yeah. Oh gosh. Um, after unsuccessful attempts to destroy the
0: Horcrux, the trio takes turns wearing it to dilate, dilute its power, which should have happened in Lord of the Rings. Anyway, um, <laughs> Frodo and Samwise should have shared the load. So, because Frodo's like a was shell of a man by the Lord end of the Rings. And and Sam has that moment in the third one where he says I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you. And he carries it. He's like, put the ring on! Put the ring on and take it. <laughs> Come on, run to the, the the mountain is there anyway. Um <laughs> Maybe one day we'll do Lord of the Rings. Um I doubt. Harry, <laughs> I doubt.
1: Press Harry,
0: out. Harry sees a vision of Voldemort interrogating and killing the one maker gregorovich who claims that a teenage boy stole the legendary Elder One from his shop, while Ron is wearing the locket, he is overcome by negative feelings and falls out with Harry before abandoning abandoning him and Hermione. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, like he, he
2: just, he just
1: dips
0: when he, when he's wearing the locket. He sees like Hermione is. Doing something with the fence, and Harry goes to talk to her. And as they walk back down the hill, he sees him, and he's like, "Oh, you
1: sly dog!
0: (laughs) Yeah, stealing my bird.
1: What are you doing?" Like the the reason is it like obviously because like the locket is full of dark magic, this, that, and the other. It's also full of bloody Voldemort. It's obviously going to take a toll on their um on their mental health and everything like that, and on just their anxiety in general and paranoia. So I love that, like, Harry started getting really annoyed at Hermione early on, we started seeing a bit of it, because, like, Ron is already filled with anxiety and paranoia from all of this anyway. Yeah. Like, he he thinks that, because he's got, like, his family who are possibly dead, and because, you know, he's got a wizard family, it's not a muggle family, he's under more... Like, risk of losing his family. Yeah, like, he's listening to so the radio I, I every night, that. listening to the rest yeah. of the dead. I, I I love that detail, the fact that, like, Ron is actually, like, taken over more by it. I think that yeah. was really cool.
0: And this movie really, having that radio and having these wide shots of open landscape really sells the isolation that this movie... Completely. the the experience in this movie because they are just on their own. They are on their own for this entire movie.
1: They're on the run alone. And it's so terrifying. The idea that these, they're 17 in this film or the characters are 17 anyway. Yeah. And they're having to run from like literally for their lives to save the world.
0: Yeah. I love as as well. When they, when they operate to London initially and, um, he says, and they're the saying like, oh man, aren't they going to trace? But he says, no, you've not got the uh, the trace on you because apparently when wizards are under 17, they have a trace on them so that the ministry can find them if they're doing yeah. underage magic. And he, ter- and he says, oh no, that that changes when you turn 17, mate. And Hermione starts and goes, Harry,
1: we didn't celebrate your birthday. He's like, Listen, there's other things We've going on here. we the way of the world Chill on our out. shoulders. Death eaters are chasing us. There's something I do not care about. That's my birthday right now.
0: He says, "We made you a cake." He's like, "Wait, hold up. We gotta go back for the cake."
1: <laughs> yeah. Wait, nah, I want my cake. Was that was that cream cheese frosting? Was that, was that cream cheese frosting?
0: <laughs> um, so damn, yeah, they. Uh, so it's just Ron, it's just Harry and Hermione now. Um, Ham- Hermione deduces that the Sword of Gryffindor can destroy Horcruxes and decides to go with Harry to God- Godric's Hollow. Before this, there's a nice scene with a uh, Ro- with Harry and Hermione uh, having a dance to some music,
1: and like yeah, I, I did, I really like that. I, the bit that I liked the most about it though was the fact that it doesn't. Really, it only cheers her up in the moment. She's still dead down of of Ron leaving because, like, that makes the film and the characters a lot more relatable. Because in films, that it usually that would just cheer the character up and they forget that their partner left them. Yeah, I was like, "Who? Who's Ron?" But in this one, it's it's just the fact that, like, in that moment, she's happy, and then the second they stop, she's remembered. Ron's left her.
0: Well, like for a minute as well, it looks like they're gonna kiss,
1: and then she and, like, decides not to. That that would she have been away.
0: that would have been a, a good moment because it would have like given them like a moment of happiness in this in this entire like in the end four and a half hour but it's movie of of setting But like that's it. It's it's it doesn't follow the character, but it follows more human emotion. So I yeah. I think that I think that would have been a much deeper thought for a much deeper movie uh, than yeah. this is. But you know in, in for me that but you know obviously if they had kissed in that moment it would have completely changed cuz you know in in real life that would have happened they would have kissed and be like it's just you know we we need a moment of of joy in this in this horrible world and then it wouldn't have
2: changed oh.
1: anything with her and Ron but obviously in a movie you can't just because, show something like, like Harry is happy with Ginny Hermione is happy with Ron would
2: yeah they, but like they, i'm they, not
1: they, i don't think that they would have like i know obviously in that moment like in that bleak bleak despair obviously they need a moment of happiness but the moment of happiness was the dance
0: yeah i'm i'm not saying that they should have sacked they would have sat them off i'm saying that they would have done that and just moved on. It wouldn't be a thing. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, that doesn't happen. They have a dance. She's upset again, and they just carry on with uh, working. And they go to yeah. Godric's Hollow, where uh, Harry Harry's parents have been buried, and where in the house that they were killed in. And this is like he's never been there. Everyone well, in this, everyone in this universe, just wraps Harry in so much cotton wool that he just doesn't know anything about himself, and that's so insane
1: to think about. I think that's what like really brings him into the world, though—the fact that like they they have to wrap him up to avoid like to get him from the Muggle world and to stop reminding him from of his past because he's got a constant reminder on his head and in, in his heart.
2: I, know, I think but they're like, just
1: trying to stop him from remembering my. my father and my mother were murdered by the darkest words of all time i
0: don't know but still you can it's just it feels a, it feels really mean
1: oh that yeah it is. he just and doesn't I think that was on purpose though like the fact oh, yeah. that he did that
0: yeah he just doesn't know anything about been. himself yeah or about his past and it's and he's got this ideologic like idea of his parents
1: but and he like, knows nothing of his dad. His dad was a bully to Snape. His dad, like his mother, was hated by his by her family. Yeah. So he doesn't like, really he, know them. But yeah, and that's he, what I love about this. Though, like, it's just more the fact that like we get to reveal this kind of thing later in his life, and it's more impactful later in his life because yeah, you no, know, as a kid, you're not gonna believe that your dad's a bully, but he sees it later in life. And he yeah. Yeah, like
0: it. It's good movie wise, but like as a character. It's re- like in the in the world. If I was him, I'd be like, "What the hell? Why haven't you told me yeah. any of this? What the hell is wrong yeah. with you?" Um, so they 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 visit all that, and then they encounter Bathilda Bagshot, who they believe may have the sword. Bathilda lets them into her house, and this is a really creepy scene. She's a really creepy old woman, top of the list of creepy old women in movies, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um, and also Agreed. she then turns into a big snake great stuff he doesn't Damn love it. it this also like in terms of like fantastic beasts too we find out that nagini was a woman yeah and like she speaks as a woman in that movie i'm sure but in in this she can't speak because she's a snake so it's so dumb it's so you dumb you realize
1: that's jk rowling as a script writer yeah Basically, that that's what that's what that is. It's literally just the fact that J.K. Rowling wrote the script. It's when she comes music. out in interviews. She doesn't saying, understand her own
0: bloody universe. It's it's when she comes out in interviews and says, "Oh yeah, I've had this uh, idea for about twenty years." Like, no, you haven't. Stop lying. Why are you lying so much?
1: We know it's you know so we're making fun of be you, right? For herself. It, you know it's it's we're also laughing the fact that, like she, she always just ruins her own universe by constantly adding random lore that's not needed. Yeah. You can you can show in a book or you can show it in a film, but now nah, you just reveal it on Twitter. <laughs> um, Dumbledore was gay and had a very sexual relationship with Grit Underworld. We don't need to know about the sexual relationship, love. We, yeah. we don't mind he's gay at all. We do not give a crap that he's gay. That doesn't matter because, you know what, he was very flamboyant in the first place, especially in the first two movies. he was he was he was he was very very fabulous and you know what (laughs) that you can kind of guess from that you don't need to tell us we can you know we can decide or you can just reveal it in a book or in a movie not on twitter Anyway, it's <laughs> I, I like releasing a Twitter. trailer on Fortnite. What are you doing? Exactly. It's like, it's like revealing that Boba Fett didn't die all those years ago on Twitter in a casting choice. Oh, wait, they did that. Um, so Bathilda
0: lets them into a <laughs> house before revealing that herself as Nagini the Snake, uh, who has been possessing Bethilda's reanimated corpse. Hermione and Harry escape into the Forest of Dean, but Hermione accidentally breaks Harry's wand whilst fighting Nagini. And she identifies the mysterious thief in Harry's vision as Gellert Grindelwald. Ooh, who cares? Apparently J.K. (laughs) Rowling does.
1: Yeah, apparently J.K. Rowling cared about the name Grindelwald, a.k.a. she thought of a cool name, she felt like she had to use it.
0: Also, can we make a note that in this movie, he looks like a normal person
1: and doesn't look like a demon like Johnny Depp does? Well, I don't think, um, I can't remember if that is actually the original. That's the Grindelwald from those movies. Hold on
2: what what other Grindelwald who else is called
1: Grindelwald (laughs) oh yeah no Grindelwald you're right because obviously Grindelwald is going to be you know an actual a name but like they
0: make him look so
1: horrible in this new movie
0: they bleach his hair they give him one pirate eye and like a big scar in his face um,
1: in this he just looks like a normal bloke yeah and also in this film also he's played by two different people Jamie Campbell-Boer, and then Michael Byrne. Well, yeah, there's an old version and a young version. Yeah. And both and of them are there's also non- an even younger version with Johnny Depp. And he just looks like... He looks like a young Johnny Depp. He looks like a clown.
0: Exactly! In the new movies. Anyway. Let, we'll get to it. We'll get to it in a
2: couple of <laughs> we'll
1: weeks. Oh, uh, why? Um, why did I say we should do that? Should we just go to 1? And then the fa- last five minutes or two, considering that's the only story in that film anyway. Harry sees a Patronus in the form of a doe, which leads into a
0: frozen pond. Gryffindor's sword lies beneath the pond's ice, which Harry breaks and jumps into because he's an absolute genius. Yep. Why doesn't He's got a wand. Surely there's a spell that can heat up the water, so he's not freezing. Is yeah, it? it's so dumb. So then the locket around his neck strangles Harry, but Ron arrives and rescues him. Harry uses Parseltongue to open the Hogwarts locket, which Ron eventually decides to destroy. Um, that this scene, by
1: the way, is so good. Yeah, like we we see like the VFX in this scene, especially is phenomenal. This is when the movie starts to really, really look beautiful.
2: Yeah,
0: definitely. But
1: I think in this movie, you, there's a lot less CGI than in the next one. Oh, definitely. Like in this one it feels a lot more real, and it feels a lot more grounded in reality, and just a bit of magic. And then in the next yeah. one, it's buddy fire and goblins and trolls, dragons galore.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, like in in this scene, like the um, it's like the soul of Voldemort just bursts out of the locket. Yeah, and then starts speaking to Ron and just manipulating him. Yeah, and it's oh, it's such a good i i this may this movie has made me really really want to watch more of David Yates. I mean, what did he I'm do see other than Harry done. Potter? That's what I'm going to Google now. He did, he did the Fantastic Beasts movies. He did the um, both Fantastic Beasts, The Legend of Tarzan. Ugh. Okay, he's doing Fantastic Beasts three. Yeah, uh, he did a film called The Girl in the Cafe He's not done much other than Harry Potter, really. There you go. Uh, he did a few films. Uh, he did a, apparently a film in 1955. I don't think that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's not right. Maybe, maybe not. I'm, I'm going go to go um, onto IMDb for David Yates rather than just looking at Google. considering Google is bloody useless sometimes. times. Uh, director: Fantastic Beasts One, Two, Three, Four, and Five. They're making five of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're making five of them. It's a, it's a pen trilogy. Kintrilogy. Pentology? Kintology. I don't know. No, I don't care. <laughs> uh, he's done The Legend of Tarzan, a TV, an episode of a TV show called Tyrant, a TV movie called um, The Girl in the Cafe, two episodes of a TV miniseries called Sex Traffic, six episodes of a, TV, of a miniseries called State of Play. He's not done much before Harry Potter. He did a bit of the. He did five episodes of the Bill. Oh wow, that's big time. Uh, <laughs> he did a short called Rank, and then he did two. He did two TV movies like of his proper directing, and then was just like, you know what? Do you want to do Order of the Phoenix? And then can
0: I do? Shut up. Can then can I do two of the most highly anticipated movies of all time? Can I, can I do that? Yeah, like. Do order of the Phoenix. Do you want to just do the rest of Harry Potter yeah. for us? Yeah, why not? <laughs> but that's it. Order of the Phoenix wasn't the best. wasn't like unan like unanimously praised as the best Harry Potter movie. It was only in mm-hmm.
1: six that, like, even six wasn't. I think he was finding his feet, though. He was literally just, like, getting to grips with the I know, universe. The like, like the guy... Order of the things is a good movie. I know. So was like, you know what? You can do Half-Blood Prince. And then Half-Blood Prince was incredible. And was like, right, we really want you to do the next two. But, like, they had some big people interested in doing this. They had Guillermo del Toro interested, M. Night Shyamalan interested. True, but I can't imagine Gilmero or Shyamalan doing these films just... Like, especially no. Shyamalan. Shyamalan. would have just put do, like mcavoy in it or something (laughs) or uh, samuel jackson just randomly like (laughs) i feel like we needed somebody is david yates english it it sounds like a british name i don't know but like david yates
0: is i think if you're getting someone who's done a movie before yeah merseyside england i I think if if you're getting someone to do a movie like like this final movie you don't want someone brand new coming in i guess
1: he was, um, he was born in St. Helens. That's very close to us. Yeah. Like, that is uh, weirdly close to us. B- big up David like, Yates. Actually just I've been to St. Helens on a shoot before.
2: Oh, wow. There you go.
1: Yeah, um, I did a... Uh, what's it called? A tattoo studio. Um, I don't even know what that Oh, line. yeah, I remember this. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're missing the point. We need to carry on. Yeah. Um, but like I feel like they needed somebody British as well to like direct these films. Yeah.
0: Um, Ron eventually, uh, no, Hermione and Ron reconcile, and the trio decide to visit Xenophilius Lovegood to learn more about a symbol in the book. Dumbledore left Hermione. Lovegood. So explained... you
1: know, I, lo- I love this scene because I just love the Lovegood family because they're so yeah. weird. <laughs> they're great. This is um,
0: Reese Ifans, the yeah, lizard is. in Amazing Spider Man. Yeah um he said in an interview he hasn't actually read any of the books he just wanted to be in a movie (laughs) in in one of these movies (laughs) fair enough yep well played well played um i'd do that lovegood explains to them that the symbol represents the deathly hallows three magical objects that can make a a wizard master of death Uh, hermione reads the story of the hallows after which the trio awkwardly attempt to leave but are stopped by lovegood this animated scene is
1: beautiful
0: it really is it's Probably the I, best. I thing the want
1: movie. a full movie in that, like in that animation style. It yeah. is so good. It really a TV is. Because se- the thing is, like, I, I, there's a book series that I love called um, Skull Dogger *Really Pleasant*. Yeah. Like by *Derek Landy*. And I feel like that animation style would fit that perfectly. Yeah. Because it's all about a skeleton, like wizard or a skeleton
0: mage. Well, it's like it's so it's so much better than just having Hermione read the
1: story yeah it, it's like there's the voiceover of hermione and then there's the like they could have easily done that in live action yeah but they took the kind of tarantino route of telling a story and then having it animated yeah they did and it was phenomenal it really i think pays this off. movie was really really upped in a rating for me just because of that scene alone because <laughs> <laughs> it looks gorgeous
2: yeah, it really. And it does. feels
1: perfect for it because this is a children's story technically because it's from tales for a kids book. Yeah, but it's also like super dark. Well, yeah, like nurse, like kids stories are. That's the thing. That's well, yeah, what I love yeah, about that. Like when you look into the subtext of kids stories, they're really, really dark, and that's what I love about this as well. Ja- like Jack it and adds Jill to that. Jack yeah. and Jill. Like Jack and Jill were nearly cooked by a witch. <laughs> that's um, Hansel and Gretel. Shush.
0: Jack and (laughs) Joe went up the hill, and Jack came down, came tumbling down, didn't he? Yeah, he like he's he like
1: hit his head on a rock or something. Yeah, he basically just had a hemorrhage or something like that. (laughs) He just had a stroke and fell down the hill. Uh, Anyway, it's a great scene. It's a great scene. Um, Beautiful.
0: He reveals that Luna Lovegood has been kidnapped and then summons the Death Eaters intending to hand over Harry in exchange for her. Harry, Ron and Hermione disapparate as Lovegood's house is destroyed. Back in the wilderness, the trio set up camp when snatchers find them. Hermione uses the curse to disguise Harry as the snatchers take them to Malfoy Manor. Like we said earlier, this scene is really good. Having having that story scene and then this scene straight after, is actually like, they're the two best scenes in the movie, probably. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. The, see, there's one scene that I do love as well at the very end of the movie, just because it does make me cry, and obviously <laughs> everybody knows what that is. Yes, but we're still, almost like, there. Well, we're actually, it's there. about to... Jesus. We've not been recording for long. No, have we? we haven't. No, we have Jesus. Oh wait, no, we've been recording for an hour. Oh my god, is
0: <laughs> me is me thinking that I'll have an easy one to edit this week? <laughs> um. Then uh, Hermione... Oh, I've read that. Bellatrix the Strange <laughs> imprisons Harry and run in the cellar with Luna, Ollivander, and Griffook the, the Goblin.
1: Sorry, Grip.
0: Griphook, not Griffook. Oh, my God. I called him Griffook.
1: Isn't that played by Work Davis? Yeah, it's
0: Griphook. It's Grip. Isn't I said play, Griphook.
1: Doesn't he play, like, multiple goblins? I didn't say the um... F word. I said... I said Griffook. No, it's meant to be Grip though. <laughs> Leave me alone. See, now you kind of put a small space in between grit and the other bit. Griffook. <laughs>
0: <Grip-hook. laughs> no
1: Griphook. <laughs> Listen, just grip hook off. Okay. Grip
0: um, off. <laughs> he yeah, he works at the he works at Gringotts. Um Bellatrix tortures Hermione for information on the sword. And I was reading up on this. This scene was actually longer, and they showed more of it. And it was so intense on set that um, what's her face Helena Bottom Carter had to go over there to you know. Emma Watson afterwards and say, "Like, listen, are you all right? <laughs> are you <laughs> sorry about that?" And um, not scarred for life for that. And actually, they left that scene. They left that scene longer in in the original cut of this movie, and it actually got an R rating and a fifteen rating for torture yeah i can imagine so so they had to cut it out because it was so dark which is messed which is well, it to was just crazy There is also about.
1: like a quick like a quick suicide in this as well like in that story the guy kills himself yeah and the, the, himself. That, have the hanging body but it's animated so it's okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> um then yeah bellatrix claims the sword was in her vault at gringotts um, Harry requests help communicating with a broken mirror in his possession Dobby, Dobby apparates into the cellar to save them uh, Harry and Ron rush to save Hermione and a battle ensues that sees Harry disarm Draco Malfoy that is important weirdly um, enough yeah Dobby <laughs> Dobby drops a chandelier
1: on Bellatrix forcing her to release Hermione <laughs> I'm- can I just say I love the uh, the dialogue in this bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you could have killed me. I didn't want to hurt you, Mum. Just maim you or severely injure you, but never kill you. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ, Dobby. You are an absolute maniac. I love
0: him. Um, Be- ha- Bellatrix throws a knife at them, and as Dobby grabs everyone and disappears. Uh, although Harry Ron, and Hermione arrive at Shell Cottage safely. They find that Bellatrix's knife has fatally wounded Dobby. And he dies in Harry's arms. Um, Harry insists that they bury Dobby without any magic.
1: I see. I love that bit. That's like the nicest moment and the, the best sentiment possible. And Dobby. like the last
0: words he says is Harry Potter.
1: That's the last. I know. Oh, God. I, that just broke me. The second he said that, I was just like weeping.
0: Yeah, it's a good scene, but like like I said, I just wish we'd seen more Dobby in the early movies so this felt
1: a bit more. Like it still feels like it still hits you a lot, but I feel like they could have made it a lot more impactful to the audience and to Harry Potter himself because Harry hasn't seen Dobby in like five years, up until this point. Yeah, and it's like we. You could have included him in every other movie in some way or another. Um like he could've just been he could have just ran into him. Exactly in yeah. in like Diagon Alley, yeah. Just out of nowhere. It's like, oh you're right, Dobby. You're um, right, mate. And there we go. <laughs> Meanwhile, Voldemort breaks into Dumbledore's tomb and steals the Elder Wand, revealed to have been in Dumbledore's possession. I feel like this scene, like this one shot, should have been cut from the movie and then just it should have just ended with dobby and fate to black Nah, cuz
0: this is like oh no this is this is real now
1: shit's I, going I down i can something that but at the same time the like no matter what you're sold on the movies like you you know that harry's going to want to get revenge for this now yeah even but... though I'm, I'm very annoyed about who does kill the strange in the next one even though it's a great moment
2: yeah yeah but, um,
1: I feel like it should have been Harry or Hermione or Ron. <laughs> we're on we're on this though. So yep. um,
0: that's the end of Death of the Hells part one. Yep. Um any final thoughts, any last things you want to say?
1: I think like after not seeing this movie for so damn long, I'm gonna rewatch this again very soon because I really, really enjoyed watching it. Yeah,
0: me too. I feel like,
1: too. I feel like it's a it's both half a movie and a complete standalone movie until that final shot. If that final shot wasn't in this film, it could have been its own standalone film.
0: No, 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 no.
1: Like, I I'm feel I like, personally I feel disagree. like this this is such a completely different movie than the next one. It no, it feels like, the same. It feels... It
0: just feels like it's a big build-up. It feels like... You know how in Avengers Endgame, there's two hours of build-up and then the final hour-long action sequence? It's yeah. that. That's all this is. Because the th- the next movie is just entirely third act. Yeah. That's why it's so hard for the next movie to be bad. Because it's all just... They've, they've done all the setup in the last movie. All they need to do now is... Putting all of the action in this movie, so it's like it's got the most excitement. I can understand that, that but at the same
1: time, like I, I definitely at least prefer this one now over the second one, just because of how you know personal the movie is. Like the next one, there's not a lot of story that happens compared to this one. Yeah, like granted, they get a load of Horcruxes, but there's so much action in the middle of it. Like a lot of the Horcruxes are just easily dealt with. Whereas in this one, it was a full-on task. Like, they had to decide... They had to figure out how to destroy the Horcruxes. They had to figure out where they are. Yeah. In the next one, it's like they know all the time. <laughs> like, they're just like, it, it could be in a vault. Just a guess. It's in a vault! Whereas in this one, it's like, where the hell is it? Who's our AB? This, that, and the other. The, the, it's constantly asking questions, and in the next one, the questions are answered within the question. Well, like, the the ne- in the next one, they say they say
0: the sword should have been in there and they were so, And she it's because she was so what you doing in my vault like that that's why so that's the answer so that I, I don't yeah true and anyway um, so this movie as a whole I think the acting is the best we've seen in any of the movies 100% uh, I think the cinematography is beautiful again on par with the last one it, it, the Half Blood print I mean,
1: yeah, um, especially in the um, in the forest scene where they're like running away from them.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I really like how they. I think they filmed both of these at the same time. Yeah, they were back to back. That's how they were able the,
1: to release like quite close together because I think the next one wasn't even released like a full year later. No, it was, like, wasn't. It was July
0: uh, twenty eleven, yeah. so it was like so it was like eight, eight months later. Eight months later. Uh, so the, the, this movie must have just come out on DVD or something. It literally.
1: came out on DVD four months. I think later it came and out, then... I think it like came out literally a month before. I think it was a delayed DVD release. Ah, there you and go. they were just like, "By the way, next one's coming out. Come on, okay. Go see it? Oh okay. okay. come on, come on, come on. You know on, you lad. want to watch
2: it. You don't want to watch
0: it. Yeah, um, such a good movie. I, I've noticed as well, the budget for this movie is two hundred and fifty million dollars, but it's yeah. shared with the
1: second part. So I uh, like probably, I'd say a hundred million went into this one, and hundred and fifty million went into the next. But one. but that's the, if they were filmed at the same time. Two
0: hundred and fifty million for two movies, and this one made just under a billion. The next one made
1: one point two billion. So they made two point two billion, or but let's say two point one billion. Let, let me scroll. check what the next one made. The next one made one point three billion. Okay, so two point two billion. Yeah, off of two hundred and fifty million. That's really good. That's a good bit of profit, right there. That That's a strange. good
0: even. Even Avengers Endgame didn't oh, have bloody that. Bloody hell, you scared me! I only saw you. Hello, Mrs. That.
1: French. <laughs> you said hello. Hi. I've been given Ooh, sausage and bacon butties. Lovely stuff. I know. I'm going to eat this quickly, considering it's nice and warm. Yeah, take take a minute, mate.
2: Yeah.
0: So the um the first movie overall, I would give it a solid. Nine out of ten.
1: I'm i I'm saying the same. Nine out of ten.
0: It's a big one.
1: It's a really, really good movie.
0: It's, it's a big, it's still not, big boy.
1: It's still not making me rethink um, Prisoner of Azkaban as my favourite. No. Like I have a lot of nostalgia for Prisoner of Azkaban in general because that's the one I used to watch a lot as a kid. I also just love Serious Black, and obviously, he's not in this movie, so easily it's worse. Um, yeah. And, yeah, like, I, I just... I just love Prisoner of Asquan too much, man. It's so dang good. Um,
0: yeah. So that's yeah. part one. Let's go on to Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, part two.
1: Come on, Tom. Let's finish this the way we started let's get Together. Very, very interesting name from part one.
0: Part I know. I had no idea what the title was going to be.
1: It's going to be mad, isn't it? Really, shelters. There was a big or two electric boogaloo. <laughs> um,
0: so, the uh, the plot, like we said earlier, this carries on exactly from where it left off, and this is one of the things that like winds me up with the Bellatrix, the strange stuff. So Bellatrix oh, the be- Strange at the end of the last one is torturing Hermione because she says she's got the got G- sword of Gryffindor and she thinks it's in her vault. She's like, Why were you in my vault? So you have to have remembered that from the last one to go into this movie to know that the opening scene well, is them breaking into Gringotts to Well, they
1: do mention it though. Like they do say she's she was really annoyed about me going into a lab about us taking from a vault.
0: I know, but like you can't step into this movie without having just watched the last movie.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, most people probably would have rewatched it right before. Well with,
0: with, anyway. with Endgame With Endgame, now I can sit and just watch Endgame without yeah, watching can, Infinity War. You don't War. have
1: to watch Infinity War. It's it's better if you watch Infinity War. Yeah. Because you get the full experience. But, but you can just watch. you can watch the opening of Endgame without watching Infinity War and just it answers all the questions.
0: But with this, you have to watch the first one. You yeah. cannot just watch part two.
1: Yeah, definitely. You definitely can't just watch the part two. But you can, in my opinion, anyway. You can just watch part one.
0: No, I think I think you're wrong. Anyway, P- personally, <laughs> the only I the only way I can part watch one either of these and movies be, is together.
1: Happy. I, I can watch part one and be really happy, but with part two, it's just like I need to see the build up. I need to know exactly why they're doing all this. And, like, obviously, part one is all the build-up in and everything like that. And, obviously, you want to see the, the ending of it. But at the same time, I'm happy just watching part one and I'll watch part two another time.
0: Mm. Anyway. Like
1: I, did, I did that this week. I watched part one, I think it was Tuesday. Yeah. And then I just watched part two today.
0: See, I, I, I watched both. I was going to watch one of them and then do that. But then I watched one. The first one was like, no, nah, I've got to watch the second one. Gotta do it.
1: See, the only reason I didn't do that is because I was in work. Like, right, at, like I timed it so that part one would finish as I'm getting dressed for work.
0: Oh, so just rub it in that you've got a job. That's fine. Whatever.
1: Yeah, You're exactly. In. I have employment. I'm a key worker. I'm essential.
0: <laughs> um, so I we'll mean, go through being the called
1: pl- Essential is about as good as being called a favorite from a stripper, but still.
0: Essential. <laughs> um, we'll go through the plot as we did with the last one. So after burying Dobby, Harry Potter asks the Goblin Grip Hook. Mm-hmm. to help yep. ron hermione and him break into bellatrix the stranger's vault at gringotts bank suspecting a horcrux may be there uh grip hook grip agrees in exchange for the sword of gryffindor i don't know why this guy wants the sword of gryffindor but he does he takes it and they give it to him
1: yeah but at the same time they know that like the sword of gryffindor will go to those who need it most or when in, like in a time it is like the room requirement like if you need, if you need the sword of Gryffindor, it will come to you. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's why they give it. It's just like, yeah, but we're going to need it laid down the line. So fuck you,
0: mate. <laughs> um, one maker, Ollivander, tells Harry that two wands taken from Malfoy Manor belong to Bellatrix the Strange and Draco Malfoy, though Malfoy's has changed its allegiance to Harry. Ooh. Um, in the vault, Harry discovers the Horcrux Helga Hufflepuff's cup. He retrieves it, but Griphook snatches the sword and abandons the trio, leaving them
1: cornered by security. Why? I don't... Why? So, you know what? I've, weirdly enough, I remember for some reason a segment of this film where Harry's hiding behind the pillars whilst the dragon's breathing fire. Yeah. I don't know why I do, but do you, do you remember that for some reason? Yeah, he does do that. See, not in the version that I was watching. Sky Cinema cut it off, cut it out. Then no, he does. He, like no, it wasn't in the version I was watching because they, they literally just jump on the dragon. Wait, kill yeah, maybe and maybe out. they're
0: not. No, maybe actually no, they're not hiding from the dragon. They're hiding from the people yeah. shooting him.
1: Yeah, they're hiding from the people shooting them. But I have this distinct memory of fire breathing around that pillar whilst he's hiding, going to another pillar, hiding on it, and then. Jumping onto the dragon, but I think the reason I'm remembering that is because of the Deathly Hallows Part Two game on Xbox 360. Get that was for the f out! I, I was gonna that say the- that
0: has to be a video game.
1: It was. I remember it because I loved the movie because I remember loving the movie and I-, I asked for the game and it was connect only.
0: Um, I have a funny story so about that. So when 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 that movie when that game was out, I remember. <laughs> I remember having Black Ops Two, the zombies, and there was this video that went around my school, and it was how to get two rayguns. So you would hold them a Kimbo, like dual wield rayguns. Yes. And so we watched this video, and we I start I was just watching it bit by bit and doing the bits for it. It said, right, you got to go to this village on this certain map, do this. you got to do this. Halfway through it, and then he says, okay, now you take out the game and you put in your Harry Potter and the Deathly of Part 2 <laughs> video game.
1: And that's the <laughs> moment where I was like, was oh, hang
0: on. <laughs> this, this ain't this this ain't real. Okay, so I've just done all this work and it's nothing. And he says like you've got to do a certain spell, then go back on the game, and then you'll have two ray guns. And he says just don't shoot them because your game will explode. <laughs> what is happening? What is happening here?
1: That was an actual de- like secret. That was amazing. That um, amazing. Imagine if that actually worked, though. Yeah, and I, like my game sure. just exploded. I can't remember who developed. I think it might have actually been. Um, and I know it was a one of those games. I think one of the COD developers actually did develop that game or worked on it anyway. Really? Yeah. Wow. First part to video game. This is a weird search history, then. <laughs> Uh, developer EA Bright Light. So it was an EA game. Yeah, EA owned the uh, rights to Harry Potter for a while, didn't they? Did they? Yeah. Cool. It, um, it's now owned by, obviously, Warner Brothers, but they published all the um, like all the PS1 games. Yeah. And um, the Harry Potter and Deathly House part one. Answer. No, it was part one that was like. only.
2: Uh-huh. But
1: um, part two, I remember specifically hiding behind a um, thing for no reason. Was it was there any good that game no none of them were <laughs> uh <'cause> the, <laughs> and like i don't think there's ever been a good harry potter game other than the lego harry potter games that'll be a
0: good game Every to make oh po- good harry potter well, game
1: that's um uh, that was leaked a while ago like a proper open world harry potter game where you make your own wizard you're not playing as harry potter you're just in the wizarding world you're going to hogwarts and you make your own wizard
0: I dig that. And a lot. It's
1: like full-on third-person action adventure game, open world, going around not only Hogwarts, going around Hogsmeade as well.
0: That'd be um, sick. I dig Diagon
1: that. Alley. You get the Marauders map as you, just your map.
2: Yeah, that like, but that'd it be was really cool.
1: immediately taken down by One Brothers, And they sued, a, like, the they um, copyright struck even like big news outlets. So like IGN, they had to copyright strike because they released the footage in a video just saying. This footage is leaked and they had a snippet of that footage and they immediately copyright struck them so it's confirmed to basically be real because of obviously, why would you copyright strike somebody Well. Wow. if real
0: depends who's making it but that that sounds really cool
1: uh, i think it's WG, wb games montreal Who? is even montreal or um just like a separate
0: what what they another
1: made? um they did um arkham origins
0: Oh no! Isn't and that the bad one? They're
1: doing no. It's still a great game. It's just not as good as the other Arkham game. <laughs> but like at the same time, you can't like imagine. You can't just give the Arkham legacy to you know another studio other than Rocksteady, because Rocksteady made that thing happen. They made superhero video games good.
0: Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're, we're completely off track here.
1: Hey, we're on WB in general, It's
0: fine. Um. So. The three release the dragon guardian and flee on its back. Uh, Harry sees a vision of Lord Voldemort killing goblins, including Griphook, and learns Voldemort is aware of the theft. Harry also realizes that there is a Horcrux at Ho- there is a Horcrux at Hogwarts, somehow connected to Ravina Raveen- Ravenclaw. Uh, the Trino operating into Hogsmeade, where a- where Aberforth Dumbledore reluctantly instructs the portrait of his deceased younger sister ariana to fetch neville longbottom who leads the trio through a secret passageway into hogwarts <sighs> so much plot neville in that becomes one paragraph.
1: like mvp in like this in this movie alone he just becomes so like, essential He's just so op he's... yeah he's just incredible like he's he used to be this whiny little git that always just got bullied even by cornish pixies <laughs> and now he's like the leader of hogwarts
2: yeah
1: <laughs> or at least of gryffindor um because when 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 the cats away the mice come out to play apparently in the great words of um ronnie from Flushed away
0: fuck's sake um Severus snape hears of harry's return and warns staff and students of punishment for aiding harry uh, Harry confronts Snape, who flees after Minerva... Oh, Why does it give a full name? Professor McGonagall yeah. <laughs> challenges him to a duel. I challenge you to a duel! <laughs> God damn it. Um, Voldemort then every, arrives with the Death Eaters, demanding Harry is given over to him. McGonagall gathers the Hogwarts community for battle. Um, yeah, that's a great scene. That It shows like Harry's like, how dare you stand where he stood! Yeah. I like that line. Great, great um, moment.
1: And then there's also the fact that she um she calls upon the statues to protect Hogwarts. I just love the moment where like she's like a little schoolgirl, just like I always wanted to use that spell. It feels a little out of place. It feels a little forced, more now. Yeah. She just like they had to put some form of comedic element into. The yeah, movie.
0: and I kind of hate how when she, when Snape, when she kicks Snape out, everyone cheers. I kind of hate that. And then when she sends all the Slytherin students to the dungeon, everyone cheers, and I kind of hate that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> proper cringy. It
1: is really cringy. <laughs> um, I, I love that. Um, I, I also love that Filch is like the most useless janitor. Like I remember, like. I'm gonna forget if I don't remember. Like, mention it now. But at the end of the movie, when everything is destroyed, <laughs> he's just like sweeping the rocks. Yeah, he's like he's smashing into all the rubble of a destroyed castle.
0: Surely like, someone you know, can a... magic it back together. <laughs>
1: exactly, that's what I was thinking. Like, solid. like Dumbledore used that spell in the first one to make sure that Muggle house was okay again. Like, can't you just do that a load of times around the castle? No, because I think Filch isn't magic no he's we not we've never seen him use magic
0: have we he's not magic isn't he no he's muggle when was that born. revealed I'm sure, I'm sure he's like he's like been born of muggle uh, born of magic he's magic born but he's not got magic powers
1: when, when was that revealed though
0: I don't know but I'm sure that's a thing I'm sure that's canon
1: see that's that's the thing though like I've never known that because I've only watched the movies so that's something that they've just left out of the yeah. movies somehow you um, have a muggle working in the castle and they're trying to kill all the muggles.
0: They could easily just killed Felch. Yeah, but
1: then um, it was clean.
0: At Luna Lovegood's insistence, Harry speaks to Helena Ravenclaw, her- Helena Ravenclaw's ghost, who reveals that Voldemort performed dark magic on her mother's diadem, which is like a uh, tiara.
1: This scene was really good.
0: Um. By the way, they find out that that's a tiara by Cho Chang. She appears in this movie. Oh my god, yeah. she has
1: dialogue she has a line oh my lord she's not and like then she she shares a look with harry later on and then that's it That's strange. yeah the rest of the oh
0: year. my god wow crazy um and it's located in the room of requirement in the chamber of secrets flashback <laughs> <laughs>
2: da,
0: da, da. Uh, hermione Run destroys in. the horcrux cup with a basilisk fang um uh, and in that moment they uh, because they figure out that it's it like the basilisk was stabbed with the sword of Gryffindor, so it was like it took in its powers, and the basilisk fang killed the the Tom Di- Tom Riddle's diary. So they figured they can use the the fangs to kill the other cor- Horcruxes. Yeah, and um, after they do that, Harry, Ron, and Hermione finally Mac out. Yes, finally.
1: By the way, quickly—is it in this scene or is it in a late scene when uh, you know, like Ron's ex-girlfriend now, who is just revealed randomly dead? Like, that's later on. Just lying on the floor.
0: Yeah, that's later on.
1: I couldn't remember. Like, it's such an like it's such an unneeded moment. (laughs) I did not care. I feel like that was supposed to give us a bit more of like a damp moment. I was just like, all right, she's dead. Cool. Yeah. Oh, kind of glad to be completely honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, She's she was kind of annoying. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um her, customer. Huh?
0: So in the room of requirement, Draco blazed Sabini and Gregory Goyle because uh they couldn't get crab back because he like started doing drugs or something. <laughs> I don't know, but he's he's like the only yeah, one of the cast that he's the only one of the cast that went off the rails. Yeah. Which I Weirdly. find hilarious. Uh so Zabini and Goyle attack Harry, but um, Ron and Hermione intervene. Uh, Goyle casts a f- fiend fire curse, unable to control it, he is burnt to death. While Harry and his friends save Malfoy and Zabini. Um, so can they... I just
1: say they they tried to they were using Avada Kedavra, like their kids using that curse. Yeah, and he just screams it out of nowhere. Like that bit is that is dark. Yeah, man. And then he tries to set them on fire. Wouldn't it be the other way around? Yeah. You try and set them on fire, that fails, and then you try and kill them.
0: Um, so Harry stabs the diadem with the basilisk fang, and Ron kicks it into the room of requirement to be destroyed. This is a great little moment. I really like this because they, they just get out of the room of requirement. They land in a in a in a tumble. The fire dra- this big fire curse is coming right at them. Harry stabs it and it blasts him back, and as it blasts him back, Ron comes in, Ron just yeets go. it into uh, into the room requirement, and then the fire this thing is, turns into a big Voldemort this head. This is
1: what I was talking about like when I messaged you earlier, that I want to do a video journal on it. Ron, wait, Ron Weasley and a surprisingly good character, because he becomes a badass in these later films. <laughs> like, Ron is so good in these films. Yeah, like, In the first ones, he's so useless, and he falls off a knife. And we think he's dead, as a, like for some reason.
2: <laughs> yeah. But in these in...
1: ones, he's able to kick that into fire, then close the room of requirement.
0: Um, where are we up to? Uh, as Voldemort's legend. army attacks, Harry, hang on. As Voldemort's <laughs> army attacks, Harry, seeing into Voldemort's mind, realizes that Voldemort's snake Nagini is the final Horcrux
1: stand just randomly like it must be him he's trying to protect him that's <laughs> uh see, Af- this is like right with it with this film though like they just figure it out so easily well like it's kind of the- it should be a bit more of a challenge i think
0: well like in this they say it, we know it's like he's conceived to voldemort's mind so voldemort's thinking yeah. man i've got to make sure he doesn't get this horcrux and he's like okay i need to get that horcrux yeah um
1: We.
0: Maybe- you know after entering the boathouse house the trio witness Voldemort telling snape that the elder wand cannot serve Voldemort until snape dies uh, he thinks this because snape killed dumbledore so he thinks the elder wand belongs to snape and so he kill so um ignigi kills snape uh, before dying snape tells harry to take his memories to the pensive and um on th- on the way back uh, meanwhile fred weasley Remus Lupin and Nymphadora Tonks are killed in the chaos at Hogwarts. Like, why did they kill Remus, man?
1: Because he, like, he was a big character, so clearly you had to kill him. Just, just, no! Remus is, like, the best dude! Well, yeah, that's why you have to kill him. Why? just... Right, there's a reason for this. Like, this is a writer's thing. I remember from, like, Derek Landy, there's a, um... Like he did it in like did a book signing and a friend of it, of mine went to it and um, everybody was asked was allowed to ask one question and uh, he he killed off a character that every single person loved. I'm not gonna say who, because obviously if you're gonna read the books you don't wanna know that this character dies. Uh, there's twelve books by the way. I'd recommend them all. They're really good. The first one you can buy for like two pounds fifty on Amazon, or you can listen to the entire audiobook for free at the moment because he's been that nice of a dude and just allowed that. he just released it for free. So, I recommend listening to the audiobook, Xander. No. But um, honestly, do. It's, it's all free. It's Continue. It's just all free. It's really good. Anyway, so um, basically, like he was asked, Why did you kill off this character? And his response was priceless, where it was just like, Well, everybody started to really like him. And so he just had to die. <laughs> so, really. It's your fault he died. Like, he blamed the. Young... And what's funniest is that is his mother's favorite character in the series as well, and he killed wow. his mother's favorite character off because people were liking him too much, so he had to die.
0: That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny.
1: Like that's just a writer's thing, though. Like people start to like a character soon once you kill them off. But Remus like, was really, really enjoyed.
0: They kill. They kill Remus. Remus, and they kill Nymphadora. And Nymphadora and Remus were an item, and they had a son. They had a son. Yeah. So it's like, why would you kill both of
1: them? That's just extra cruel. Well, I mean, you, you killed killed made another Harry, Harry Potter. And... Yeah, the Golden Child. The
0: Golden Father. Father. But like, there's no, there's no need to kill both of them. Kill one of them. Um. Oh, that's anyway,
1: that's what overkill is for.
0: They're killed in the chaos of Hogwarts. Uh, And also, Lavender Brown, we mentioned earlier, she's killed.
1: We don't care. We don't care.
0: (laughs) Harry learns from Snape's memories that while Snape despised Harry's late father, James, who bullied him, he loved his late late mother, Lily. Following her death, Snape worked with Albus Dumbledore to protect Harry from Voldemort due to his love for Lily. Harry also learns that Dumbledore was dying and wished for Snape to kill him and that the Patronus doe he saw in the woods that led him to the sword was conjured by Snape Can
1: Harry discovers say, that like, isn't ha- eight final words like before he died anyway
2: you have your mother's like, eyes you have
1: your mother's eyes that is depressing
0: um Harry discovers that he himself became a Horcrux when Voldemort originally failed to kill him he must die to destroy the piece of Voldemort's soul within himself <sighs> This is like big exposition dump, but I think yeah. done in a kind of cool way.
1: It's done in a cool way. It's like the fact that like, it, it's obvious that he's going to have to get the Resurrection Stone somehow. Yeah. So it's, it's like just saying, hey, you know, Resurrection yeah. Stone, that, that exists, remember?
0: It, it adds yeah. extra context to the sixth one as well, because you don't, like, yeah. you see something's wrong with Dumbledore's hand and you don't really understand it and you find out exactly. in this moment why, because he had the Horcrux on his finger, so it was killing him. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really well shot scene as well. Sequence. Yeah. With, like, Snape ca- carrying, uh, Lily's, like, hol- holding a dead body
2: Yeah.
0: in Harry's room. Um, then, Harry surrenders himself to Voldemort in the Forbidden Forest. Voldemort Avada Kedabra's him, um, who finds himself in limbo. Dumbledore's yeah. spirit meets him and explains that the part of Voldemort within Harry was killed by Voldemort's curse. Um, like he looked he's, he he appears at King's Cross Station and looks under the bench he sat on, and there's just this, like, piece sort of like bloody this bloody
1: covered Voldemort that like from Goblet of Fire.
0: Yeah, but he's like covered in blood. Yeah. it's
1: messed hey man, up it, it's, it's the later moves you need more blood <laughs> I mean, it was the half blood prince last time now it's the full blood prince it, it's death death is in the time death,
0: we're the not God doing is. this joke again
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Um. so Harry returns okay. to his body determined to defeat Voldemort because he wasn't determined enough already he just thought maybe I'll kill him oh I'm not sure mm. you know I he did kill die, my parents yeah. but uh, forgive or forget uh, now, now he's
1: determined to kill him. Um, now he's killed Snape, who he's always hated. Exactly. <laughs> not when he killed. Not when Dobby was killed of him. Not because of his owl. Oh, not because his parents were dead. Not because his buddy, like uncle or godfather was dead because of Voldemort. Not because he killed his friend. Now, nah, because he, killed a teacher that didn't like him. Yeah. <laughs> um. Voldemort
0: announces Harry's apparent death to everyone at Hogwarts and demands their surrender. And this is potentially the greatest moment in the movie, just for the memes. A
1: laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Are you You're gonna, gonna, gonna play it? it? it. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have to put this into the thing as well. Please.
2: Harry Potter is dead <laughs> <laughs> There's a ten hour version.
0: It's got six million views. What the hell? <laughs>
1: The top comment is dry her hair, dry her hair, dry her hair. Um, (laughs) Me trying to sleep. My brain.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So so he demands everyone surrender. As Neville gives a defiant response, uh, he draws the sword from the sorting hat and Harry reveals he is still alive. Um, the Malfoys and many Death Eaters abandon Voldemort. They just run away.
1: <laughs> run away! I know what I love away! how like they just immediately abandon him because Harry's alive. Like Harry's not really killed any of you. Yeah. Why are you scared of him?
0: But like as the as the they are enticing Malfoy to come over, like his parents are like, Malfoy, come over here, Draco, come on. And as he walks over, uh, Voldemort gives him this really awkward hug and and Malfoy just stood there like what the hell is going on here? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, while Harry confronts Voldemort in a duel throughout the castle, which is so great. It's so great. um, Molly Weasley kills Bellatrix Lestrange in the Great Hall. um, And when this happens, she has a real, like, aliens moment, like, get away from her, you bitch.
1: Yeah, I, I do love that moment.
0: Yeah, like this whole this whole action sequence with Voldemort and Harry is so good. Like the use of the music again, as we see. And he has that great moment when he grabs him, when he says, Come on, Tom, we'll finish the the way we started it grabs him and says, Together and he jump they jump out of that building and then they like the the uh disapparate through Hogwarts and he um like you can see their faces like sort of merge as one. And that that's a really cool visual. Yeah. Then during all this, um, Neville decapitates Nagini. It's a cracking yeah. moment.
1: Just, after he just wakes up in the middle of a battle, just looking like he's had a nice dose off. Gets the
0: re- gets the hero shot in this, um, making Voldemort mortal. Harry and Voldemort's fight ends with Voldemort's own killing curse rebounding and obliterating him, and he like full on. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good.
1: Yeah, he literally, just Mr. Potter. I don't feel so good. Yeah, like, um, full on is almost the same effect, except like Voldemort looks like paper, whereas they actually turn to ash in um, yeah the only War Endgame, game. But he looks like burnt paper just. Um,
0: flying. after the battle, Harry explains to Ron and Hermione that the Elder Wand recognized him as its true master after he disarmed Draco, who had earlier disarmed its own, its previous owner Dumbledore, because he. Swishes it away from dumbledore. Yeah. Um Harry destroys the elder wand rather than claim it. Um it then cuts to 19 years later. Harry and Ginny Ron and Hermione and Draco proudly watch their children leave for Hogwarts at King's Cross station. And he's in yeah. his son has like the worst name. It's like Albus Severus Dumbledore. Or not Dumbledore no, it's Albus
1: Severus Potter. So like, oh, goddamn. Um I mean it's it's a nice sentiment but I feel like you probably should have just named it James. <laughs> Should
0: call him Jim. Call him Bob <laughs> Hello no,
1: like James Bob? James Potter, like his dad. Yeah, I know, I know. That would have been a granted, I like the idea of him called all like what he's serious Potter. Like, anyway, Sirius that's Potter. that
0: is the end, um, and the music plays off its John Williams music, even though John's Will, John Williams didn't actually score any movie after the third one or the first two? Something like that.
1: I think it was the third one.
0: I think yeah, he did the first three, and that's it, which is really incredible because it still feels like John Williams' music.
1: Oh yeah, um, I feel like they had to do that because like you can't just go away from John Williams and then not expect to have John Williams' style. Yeah, it's like not you. It's like ha- having Hans Zimmer, and then just like you know what, let's do John Williams instead. Now you have to you have to stick to that specific style.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's the end of Harry Potter. We did it. We did all eight movies. Well, there's no other movies in this franchise. There are no <laughs> other movies in this no, franchise.
1: It's not the really end of Harry Potter. It's the end of the... Ha- well, it's the end of Harry Potter movies, but then there's also the Fantastic Beasts movies, which is the Wizarding World movies. And I hate you Harry so Potter much.
0: I hate you with every fibre I mean, of my I mean, being. I should
1: read The Golden Child just so that I can annoy you with it. So... Anyway, <laughs> Harry Potter. Golden Child doesn't exist.
0: Harry Potter it's done. Okay, I think this movie is really satisfying. The performances carry over really well from the last one. Again, um, obviously, there's not much in terms of like a show reel of acting in this one, whereas in the last yeah. one, it's very much acting ah drama. Whereas this one, it's more <laughs> action acting yeah. kind of thing. Um, this movie has a lot of has a lot of good stuff in it um i really like it. it it's hard like i said earlier it's hard not to enjoy because it is they took out the hard work in the last one the the last one is really difficult to do well because there's nothing in it it's yeah. re, a lot of people say it's a nothing movie it's a blatant cash grab i don't think it is but it it's hard to pull that off it's easier to pull I this off. I can see
1: why people say that, just because like it is the two-parters. Like they could have done it in one movie, but at the same time, they didn't want to. Because throughout all of the movies beforehand, they missed something out from the box. That wasn't necessarily important to the story, but at the same time, people were annoyed about that. Yeah, they they missed out a lot of stuff that people would have liked to see on the big screen, and so we took that criticism and said, right, to do this, we're gonna have to make it two movies or. A four-and-a-half-hour movie that people will not see in the cinema for yeah. at all. Like As as much as I love movies, I don't think I could sit in the cinema for four-and-a-half hours no. straight. No, I don't. Especially in the UK, we don't do intermissions in movies. Yeah. At well, least, as far as I'm aware, in every cinema that I've been to, we don't have any intermissions in movies.
0: I've actually been to one movie that had an intermission.
1: What was the... Like, how long was the film?
0: It was two hours twenty.
1: It's not re- Wait, That's no, hang, hang on.
0: Bear with me, bear with me. What I'll find out.
1: I feel like you're gonna- I'm
0: amazed that I remember the name of this movie. It was 2 hours 23. Um, It was 2013. It's an action comedy. It's got a massive 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. A massive 3.6 out of 10 on IMDb. It is called Besharam. Uh, it's okay. a Bollywood film
1: ah why did you go see
0: it uh, that's a fantastic question so Harry Potter um, <laughs> and the Deathly Hallows part 2 really great movie really satisfying end to this franchise um, I'm going full 9 again a 9 out of 10 for me yeah
2: say-
0: cracking movie Um, there we go we did Harry Potter guys no, i don't yeah. think any of you wanted it but we did it <laughs> i would say you guys asked for it but you didn't this is all my own doing
1: yeah you asked for this i there? literally
0: you. asked for this
1: yeah
0: <laughs> never regretted anything more in my life um, yeah so we are gonna do a fantastic beast one unfortunately uh but that is not gonna be next week because i have something special planned for next week i'll talk more about that at the end uh, so, so it'll be a couple of weeks away, but it is coming. Trust me. Um, David, go on. I want you to do something for me right now. Okay, Are you listening? Uh,
1: no.
0: I want no. me. I want you to sell me your movie slash TV show slash game slash music slash book. If you're a nerd. Yeah, there you go.
1: I was waiting for the book. If you're a nerd.
0: <laughs> uh, damn. What have you been watching, bro? <laughs>
1: Um, I've been rewatching watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
0: Oh, for God's sake.
1: <laughs> Again. Um, for the millionth well, I, I don't time. i Brooklyn Nine-Nine because I've, like, I feel like if I say to watch that, I'm just going to talk about how funny it is and I don't want to have to just talk about, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is funny, haha.
0: And Brooklyn um, Nine, everyone kind of knows that Brooklyn Nine-Nine is good yeah. now, thankfully.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh Damn. Can you do yours first, because
0: I can't think of anything right now. Okay, uh, I actually haven't watched much this week. <laughs> I, um, I watched uh, I watched a movie from 2014 called Ex Machina. Um,
1: I've still never watched that.
0: It's an absolute belter. I will... Ah, oh, forgot who oh, it's, it's by now. It? Sorry. Oh, Garland,
1: isn't it? Oh, it's Scotland.
0: Alex Garland, that's it, yeah. It, uh,
1: it's I've not watched the movie and I can remember. Written,
0: written and directed by Alex Garland, who wrote Sunshine. He wrote uh, 28 Days Later. And he also made Annihilation that came out on Netflix. Um, oh, 28
1: Days Later. I'm going to recommend uh, 28
0: Weeks on. This is a movie about um, a computer coder who works in a big corporation played by Donald Gleeson. He, gets invite- he wins a competition... And gets sent to his eccentric boss, who's a billion, his boss, who's an eccentric billionaire, played by Oscar Isaac. He gets sent to his um, house to stay there for about a week, so they can hang out, party, do whatever. And when he gets there, Oscar Isaac, he's super weird. He looks like Keemstar for a start, um, <laughs> but he's he says, "Listen, you're not here. With the, with, there's two options here this week. You can either." we can sit here, we can chill like dudes, we can party, we can drink, we can do whatever you want or you can help me out with this experiment I'm doing and be a part of it instead of reading about it in 10 years and he's made a robot. He's made artificial intelligence and he's trying to get Donald Gleeson to do the cheering test for the robot to make to make him think that it's human and this movie, it's, the robot's played by Alicia, Alicia Vikander who plays Tomb Raider in the new Tomb Raider film. And this movie is amazing. Who
1: plays Tomb Raider. She plays She's Tomb Raider.
0: Lara Croft. This movie is, like... It's so smart in the way it goes about itself. The special effects are unbelievable. This movie only cost $15 million to make. And when you put it up against movies like... Like Alita Battle Angel. That cost $200 million. And the robots in that compared to this, it's incomparable. The work. The... I can
1: agree from what I've seen, but at the same time, the um, the robots in Alita were made like the, were made to look like that specifically because it's an anime. Adaptation.
0: Anyway, that's not the point.
1: So that's to, not the point. They, wanted, they did that for more stylistic rather than laziness of. Like, that's not design. the point.
0: Okay? That's not the like, point. I,
1: I, I can understand. What and you it mean, looks. But at the same time, you can't. Like you can't really compare apples and oranges to that because that is doing that for a very stylistic choice compared to something trying to make it well, look any like
0: a robot. any number of bad CGI robot out I, there.
1: I robot then.
0: There you go. I robot. That was like ten years Dude. before. Anyway, you know,
1: it doesn't matter. Think
0: you're focusing on the wrong things here. This movie is amazing. You need to watch it. It's on Netflix right now. It's super smart. It's really weird in moments. Oscar Isaac does a weird dance with a robot, and it's really funny. Um, there's it's it feels like a Black Mirror episode when I first I watched know, it I honestly thought it was a Black Mirror episode I was just watching the wrong thing but it super feels like that um, and it's a story it's a really a story about becoming human about what it means to be human and what it means to be a good person as well mm. That's. it's a really deep movie really great you should check it out it's on netflix and um yeah ex machina check it out
1: yeah uh, i'm gonna recommend because you brought up 28 days i'm gonna recommend 28 weeks later oh, cool. i love 28 days i think 28 days is the better film but 28 weeks just ramps it up so much in the fact that it builds the world up so much more the opening is phenomenal
0: I've seen like the opening that, scene and that's all I've seen of this it's great. in this movie. The opening
1: scene in Twenty Eight Weeks Later is possibly the best zombie scene I have ever seen in any movie ever made or any TV show or anything. Just because it fully like when you break when you watch a breakdown, when you break it down yourself, it encapsulates the entire isolation and anxiety of the fact that you're in this world of the living dead. The fact that if they see the glimpse of Actual life in any location, they will just destroy every part of it. You also see the complication between like choices to be made, because in that in the opening scene, as a child that is banging on the door to be let in, and the child like they are contemplating not letting the kid in because the kid could be could have been bitten, it could be dangerous, or the fact that the zombies could see them. They might. You know, take the the entire bloody thing down, and yeah. eventually, obviously, that does happen. Like, but the zombies smash through the window, and then it all just hell breaks loose in that one tiny little cottage. And honestly, I think that not only the cinematography, the use of music, the sound design, and every single moment in that opening scene makes that movie incredible. Like the rest of the movie. Is nothing in comparison to that scene, and it's really, really annoying that it is, but at the same time, the rest of the movie is still phenomenal. And Xander, I know you've watched 28 Days, haven't you? I have,
0: I I watched 28 Days. Sorry, you haven't watched 28
1: Weeks though, have you? No, no, I haven't. Trust me, watch 28 Weeks is so good. There you go, 100%.
0: Another thing I want to recommend is me and my dad finished our first season of Daredevil um it's nice. a really great opening season to a show we are four episodes into daredevil season two which i mark ah, so as the, the end days. of daredevil seasons
1: yeah you're about to finish Daredevil season two so just skip straight
0: yeah. to season three I, I told my dad i told my dad like the first four episodes are amazing he's like oh cool and we got to the end of the fourth episode and a lecture comes in he says oh i got a lecture i said yep and this is where we take a nosedive he's like what yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know why, but the second lecture is it comes into Daredevil in general because there was also the Daredevil movie when Electra came into it and decided to nosedive even further than it already had in the first place.
2: Yeah.
1: It is horrendous. Like she Electra is a character. The actress is good.
0: She's so boring. The
1: character is shit. I tell you like, what I did she's the do most last night. Non-character ever.
0: I watched two I watched about half an episode altogether of The Defenders. I watched the last scene of the third episode where they all come together and fight in the uh, really
2: building, which
0: is great. And then it's I watched so the annoyed. opening 20 minutes of the next episode where they're all sat chatting. I love that stuff. That that's, that's what the whole show should have been. And it wasn't. It's so disappointing.
1: It's annoying, but I can understand why. Because obviously these characters are, had almost never interacted other than Luke Cage and Jessica Jones before. Yeah. Like they basically never talk, like never met. Like Matt Murdock literally never met Jessica Jones. Yeah. In the Daredevil series or in the Jessica Jones series. No. But it's because they had to meet in this, so they had to do the build up, and then the third episode was like, right, this is when we get into the nitty gritty stuff where, you know, they're gonna fight together. They're they're a team now.
0: Yeah. But then they Look don't carry the that on into the next ones. Anyway, we're not here to talk about the Defenders. Um,
1: the Defenders that... is alright. I enjoy that enough. I feel like it would have been better if Punisher was there and Iron Fist wasn't.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I turned too. it off when Stick came into it because I'm not really big on Stick. And he calls uh, he calls the Iron Fist a thundering dumbass. And that's, yeah, he is. <laughs> he's just <laughs> yeah. isolated his character into one,
1: Stick's one word. a shooter um, for Daredevil, isn't he? Sorry? Is Stick treat- uh, Daredevil's shooter? Yeah. Something like that yeah i, I, I quite like stick he's, he's all right he's better than Electra. yeah yeah he is but that's not saying much even Iron Fist is better than Electra look at how bad that season is <laughs>
0: anyway that is going to be the end of the podcast this week yeah. we've done it we've finished harry potter you can have a week off david because next week i have a very special guest coming on um i have i've been finalizing the uh arrangements and uh this next week we will be having Mr. Tom Origins on the podcast. He's a YouTuber um, from that I know from school, and uh, he's got over seventeen hundred subscribers. So uh, he'll be coming on the show, uh, and we'll be discussing a really bad video game movie um, that we'll uh, go through next week. Thank you, Div, for coming on this week and finishing Harry Potter with me. Yeah, going on this uh, journey with me. Welcome. Um, we'll be back. You'll be back in a couple of weeks doing Fantastic Beats with me. Until then, uh, what, what, what have you got to plug? Uh,
1: so I have uh, my friend's YouTube channel to um, plug because I still not sorted out my logo yet for um, the current one. I'm getting it. I'm getting it commissioned at the moment because the person I'm uh, getting it done by is a bit busy at the moment. Uh, obviously, it's not being done. So um, his YouTube is I um, we last uploaded about two weeks ago, uh, it was a Dead by video, really good. It was. I'm really, really proud of it. Um, we're actually, we've recorded a new one, um, I'm going to be starting editing that day or tomorrow, uh, so that's going to be out very, very soon. Um, we've got another video planned, uh, for Saints Row the Third Remastered, which came out yesterday, and I've been playing a decent amount for the past two days, because I really love that game. Uh, so me and him are going to be playing That's it's going to be good. Uh, we're also going to be doing Drunk by Daylight, because um, the fourth year anniversary of Dead by Daylight is coming up, and so we felt like we should celebrate that by having a lot of drinks and regretting it.
2: <laughs> Amazing, so, um, good yeah, stuff. yeah, I've
1: got that to plug, and then I've got my usual Twitter, which is um, it's David French, um, and my Instagram, which is at it's underscore David underscore French.
0: I thought your Twitter was at David French 17.
1: It is like that's the out of it. But if you just want to search my name,
0: it's just David. It's David French. All right, Same cool. My right, that, thanks again, David, for coming on. It's a, it's a okay. it's a joy to have you. Um, If you want to get in contact with me, head over to my Instagram. Uh, that's at the real Xander LW. Shoot me a message. Let me know what you think of the podcast. What you like? Are uh, we right about these Harry Potter movies? Also, when David comes back after the Fantastic Beast films, we will rank all of the Harry, all of the Wizarding World movies from uh, best just do to worst. Why not in the
1: Fantastic Beasts one? Sorry. Why don't we just do that in the Fantastic Beast one rather than another podcast? Because then that's just that's what I said. That's what that's what that's what I, that's what I, that's I, what what I meant. Say,
0: that's what I meant. After we talk about the movies, we'll rank them.
1: But what will I be doing after that? Because clearly, I'm your only friend in your life. Um. Well,
0: we'll be. With, um, we've I've got a couple of ideas. I've got a couple of ideas. We've got ideas. things to do. Um, so yeah, shoot. Um, also, I have a Twitter that's uh, also at the real Xander LW. Um, again, shoot me anything. If you've got an idea for a show you want to see us do, let me know and I'll try and sort it out. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys, and uh, I will see you next week. Goodbye.